everyone, welcome to Her Journey Podcast, where we talk with incredible, talented, and powerful women about their experiences. My name is Aline, and I am your host, and today I'm joined with Armida, the founder and executive director at Empower Econ, and much more. So yeah, I'd actually love to kind of hand the mic over to you so that you can also talk a little more about who you are and briefly some of the work that you do. Yeah, for sure. So thank you so much for inviting me to speak on this podcast. I'm really excited to talk with you today. Um, And just kind of as an introduction, my name is Armida, as you said, and I'm currently a senior in high school from Toronto, Canada. In 2020, I wrote and published the book Roadmap to Financial Literacy, an introduction to personal finance for teenagers. And then a few months later, I started my organization, Empower Econ, which hosts virtual financial literacy and entrepreneurship camps for teenagers. And we also recently published an economics book called Economics from Youth's Perspective. Um, And going into the new year, we also want to continue to expand our educational offerings. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. So Yeah, generally, I can definitely see that you're pretty passionate about economics, especially seeing a lot of the projects that you're involved in. And so I guess my first question to you would be, how did you first develop and discover this interest? Yeah, so I first found an interest in finance, which is a very specific aspect of the field, um, when I was like the summer after grade eight, because I was out with my friends um, in a store and I came across a personal finance book called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. And I was really interested in that book, even though I had like no experience with finance. Um, And that really sparked my interest in the field because I found that it was very much about skills and developing habits. And I felt like a lot of the stuff that I was learning would be able to apply to other areas of my life, such as time management and setting personal goals. And then later on, when I came into high school, I remember um, in grade 10, everyone had to take an economics class. And I was really, really interested in the class, even though most of my classmates weren't. I just found it really interesting because I feel like before that in school, I was constantly learning about science and math, and I felt like economics was just like a very unique field that not only dealt with numbers and calculations and logic, but also applied to the real world in a very tangible way. Um, and so that's kind of how I got interested in it. And then I continued to learn more about it. And I, during 2020, I wanted to write a book because I've always wanted to write a book and I wasn't sure about what I wanted to write about. But then I came across the topic of finance and I decided on that because I feel like it's a topic that a lot of high schools don't teach. Um, and I was like, okay, if I write, write about any other topic, there are going to be like other textbooks on it and it's going to be quite prevalent. But I didn't find as many things about finance for teenagers. And so after I started that project, um, I wanted to continue going and then I ended up doing a lot of things in this field. But it's definitely something that I initially did not anticipate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really, really cool. It's a really incredible project, Empower Econ. And you've actually done a lot of So I kind of what your mission is and what inspired you first to start this initiative specifically. For sure. So Empower Econ's mission statement is empowering youth and developing the knowledge and skills to approach their financial futures with confidence. And since I started it, we have branched out into like teaching also about like entrepreneurship and business as well as economics and finance, of course. Um, And so when I decided to start this, it was in the second half of 2020. I remember the summer before starting grade 11, I participated in Code with Classy, which is a two-week computer science camp, and that was just something I wanted to try out. And one of the biggest things that really stuck with me about that program was how they brought together teens from like a lot of different locations and made them so excited about learning a new topic. And I remember thinking to myself, like, I want to have this kind of impact. And so 
a few months later, I was thinking about like, what can I do with like finance and economics? And I was like, okay, everyone is at home right now. It's during quarantine. They're looking for ways to stay engaged. And I had the idea of creating a one-time financial literacy camp. And so we decided, like I decided to create that. And so after that, I started to reach out to a lot of high school students who already knew me from my book because I had already published my book. Um, and I was like, hey, I want to organize this one-time event. Are you interested in like helping organize it? And so I was able to bring together like 20 teenagers who help with like creating content and creating activities and managing the overall operations. And then we hosted our first three-day camp from December 20 to 22nd, 2020. And from then, it was honestly like one of the greatest experiences I had during like butcher break in that season. And I wanted to like continue what I was doing with Empower Econ, even though it started as like a one-time event. And so since then, we've continued to organize more events for people. So we've already organized like three financial literacy camps. We hosted our first entrepreneurship camp during this past summer where we had um, 60 teenagers create their own projects. Um, and I think it's like really evolved from there. And we also recently published our first economics book which has a lot of like colorful graphics and short explanations because I feel like a lot of the economics textbooks that I've come across are like quite dense and like content heavy. Um, so we wanted to create something that offers that content, but is also quite like, you know, educational and informative, but quite like informal. And so that's kind of what we've done. And going forward, I also want to continue expanding our reach into new regions in 2022 and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That sounds really incredible, actually. And I actually really love that this kind of started as a one-time thing um, and that, you know, after that, you kind of continue to develop and expand your organization. Um, and so even, even hearing about some of the projects you've done, I think it's really, really cool. Um, actually, are there any favorite projects that you've done maybe or any moments from working with or developing Empower Econ that were especially special or just meaningful to you? Yeah, for sure. I think that one thing I just really love about Empower Econ is that it's given me a lot of new experiences. Like I feel like hosting our different events, writing the book, and just a lot of these things are things I hadn't previously done. And I think that novelty just makes it really exciting. Um, but then beyond that, I think that when I see the impact that it's having firsthand, those moments are most inspirational because when I'm organizing the events, I'm like, you know, sending emails and I'm marketing and I'm creating materials and it's very much like work that I'm doing, but I'm not seeing like the result firsthand. But then when we host our events and people are really excited throughout and then they fill out the feedback forms and they make like really nice comments and I learned that like, oh, they were like looking forward to this event or their schools don't offer finance classes and so they were able to learn a lot like seeing that firsthand impact definitely is really inspiring and it's like wow this all started from like an idea that I created and now it's actually like you know having a tangible impact on other people from like various different countries that I would have never met otherwise so I think just seeing that firsthand is the most memorable aspect every time mm -hmm. yeah yeah absolutely I, I actually really agree with that I think that even in my experiences I found that you know, being able to see the impact I'm making as well is really, really incredible. And it's just a great feeling overall. Um, and I know that, you know, developing Empower Econ, you said you kind of got went through a lot of different experiences that you hadn't really gone through before. And so taking on this large and new project, did you specific obstacles or any struggles that you're especially proud of overcoming? Yeah, for sure. I think that there have been a lot of challenges. I think one of the biggest things was the ability to just learn about like organization management because before this I had never like led anything before I hadn't even like led a school club before um so it was like a completely new experience in terms of leadership and 
like I've developed one really big skill, which is looking into the future and being able to plan for things because the events that we have, they're like, you know, we begin organizing for it like two months in advance or a month in advance and being able to like take that large goal that we have and break it down into small pieces and say, okay, like this is what we're going to do for curriculum design. This is what we're going to do for mentorship. This is what we're going to do for marketing. Just being able to take that big idea and break it down was something that I initially faced um, challenges with, but I think that it's a skill that I've been able to develop over time. And now I use it in my personal life as well with like schoolwork and a lot of other things that I do. So I think just learning to become very goal oriented um, and another thing that I think is quite important, and this is something that I developed, especially when we hosted our first event, was because I had never done something like this before. I was like, okay, is anyone even going to show up? How is it going to go? Like, how is it going to run overall? And it was like something completely new that I was stepping into. And after the event was over, I felt really fulfilled to see that, like, even though this was something that I was so uncertain about, it all kind of came together in, in the end. And I think it's made me, like, quite okay with uncertainty in other areas of my life, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely makes sense. I think that's awesome. And I know that on top of that, it can be pretty tough to run an initiative all on your own. And I know that you kind of talked a little bit about the team that you have and kind of running together just so that everything can kind of come together in the end. And so I would love to hear a bit more about your team and how you've been able to work together to carry out all these different projects. Yeah, definitely. I absolutely love our team at Empower Econ, and I always say like a really big part of the organization's success is because of how enthusiastic the people on our team are. Um, So a lot of them came simply for me cold messaging them at the beginning of the organization um, when I was just organizing the first one-time event. Um, And so eventually... I started to like reach out to a lot of people on like Slack and a lot of different platforms and I was able to bring together teams of people in like a lot of different areas. Um, So beyond that, they also told a lot of their friends about like joining the organization. And so I was able to get like, for example, our graphic designer through that method. Um, And I would say beyond that, we also like open applications that people join from a lot of different countries. And overall, I think that getting to like work with a lot of people from different countries has been a really great experience because like for me I am from like Toronto I've lived here for a long time Um, but like getting to work with people from different countries has definitely been really rewarding and I also I think it's definitely also challenging because people have different time zones and different schedules but I think at the like at the end of the day all of it is just really great. Mm -hmm. Yeah yeah absolutely I definitely agree I think having a strong team is Definitely one of the most important parts of running a new project, running a new initiative. So I think it's really great that you have such an amazing one. Um, And yeah, just kind of shifting gears a little bit. I know that you're actually involved in a couple of other economics related projects, one of them being researching in that intersection uh, of economics and political science. And so can you talk a little bit about the research that you're currently conducting or maybe have conducted in the past? Yeah, so I became involved in it during July because I am also really interested in political science. That's another thing that I'm quite interested in um, and I'm looking to get more involved to now and into the future. Um, And so what I do currently is on the intersection of economics and politics in terms of international economic organizations and specifically with the World Trade Organization because a lot of times um, these organizations are said to like be equitable and provide equal access to all of the countries who want to gain accession. 
but there's a lot of discrimination in terms of like which countries can and cannot join um, and countries that are more powerful such as the United States utilizing that position of power that they have to prevent countries from joining the organization because of non-economic reasons and so this is kind of what I do research on um, is that topic and yeah that's something that I've been involved in in the past so I do research on like the foreign policy aspect um, relations between different countries as well as the economic stakes involved so when a country joins an economic organization such as the World Trade Organization what are the downsides what sectors do they need to reform what sectors are going to um, experience difficulties and hardships as a result mm -hmm. yeah absolutely that sounds very very cool and you actually mentioned that um, you've recently started to get an interest in political science and so um, can you tell me a little bit about kind of where that interest kind of originated from and also what appeals to you most about that field? I think that for me, the biggest thing that I really love about political science is that I feel like by understanding a lot of the events that have also happened in the past and are also happening in the present, we can kind of better contextualize how injustices happen in society. And so I started to become really interested in it because I think that a lot of times, um, a lot of like social justice movements gain a lot of momentum on social media and people start talking about it for a few weeks and then it starts to die down and then people forget about it. Um, and just learning about it on social media, I guess, made me really interested in the topic, but then also seeing how people disengage after a few weeks, I was like, okay, how can we make this more long-term? How can we get people um, to learn about injustices that are happening outside of their own circle in a way that's having an impact that's beyond just a few weeks? And I think that that's kind of what made me interested in the field. Um, and I really love studying it in tandem with economics because I feel like economics and political science and like the political economy um, dictate a lot of areas of our lives. And I think it's important to learn about, um, you know, problems that are happening outside of our own community. And I feel like I've been able to learn a lot about that through political science. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, I actually really love that. And I think that's super, super cool. Um, and I know that for activities that you do and projects that you're involved in, you know, they kind of work um, in different areas of economics and political science as well. For example, I know that you write for the Youth Economist, and so I'd love to kind of hear about some of your work there, maybe any favorite articles you've written and why you uh, decided to kind of join their team. Yeah, definitely. So Youth Economist recently rebranded re to called, like, be called um, Youth Politician. And so now they focus more on politics rather than economics. But one of the biggest things that I kind of contributed um, is actually like more so political science related. During like between May to July, they were writing their own book called International Polygnomics. And it was talking about a lot of um, historical and political events that have happened throughout history in like a lot of different regions. And so I contributed a lot um, to the portion on Middle Eastern politics, specifically with the Iranian Revolution, because I am like originally from Iran. So that is, um, I guess, the biggest contribution that I made is like to that book. Um, and you can find that book on Amazon now. Awesome. Yeah, sounds super cool. And on top of this, I know you've done a lot of work in other different fields. And so um, I'd love to hear about some of the other activities you're involved in as well, maybe the ones that are most meaningful to you. Yeah, for sure. So one of the really big things that I enjoy doing in general is entrepreneurship, which is seen through a lot of the projects that I created. 
Um, so I've participated in a few entrepreneurship programs such as Launch X, which I did this past summer. And I also did this other entrepreneurship program called School of Future. And I think the biggest part that I really enjoy about those is getting to like work with a lot of other ambitious people on something for a few weeks. Um, and even though sometimes the stuff that we create isn't like long lasting, I just think that um, that learning experience and getting to like hear from different guest speakers has been really rewarding. So that is um, something else that I've done. And another activity that I did when I was in grade 11 last year is, um, so I started a book drive to donate 300 copies of my book to schools in San Marcos, California, which is quite far from where I live. But essentially, I became friends with the founder of Operation Economics, which is a California-based nonprofit on LinkedIn. I met him on LinkedIn, and we started to talk about potential ways that we can collaborate. Um, and we ended up creating a book drive to donate 300 copies of my book. And so for that, I raised like 2,000 Canadian dollars um, through a sponsorship from NextGen Personal Finance, and we were able to distribute those books. And then other things that I do is I also run the finance club at my high school, so a lot of like finance activities. Um, and I've also volunteered, I guess, here and there for some other organizations such as like Generation She, which is an entrepreneurship program and like um, Reinvented Magazine, which is a women in STEM program that I did mostly when I was in grade 10. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, you're doing a lot of really incredible things. And actually, how do you have the time to balance all of these different activities that you do as well? And of course, caring for your mental health. Yeah, definitely. I think that it definitely is a challenge. Like it was more challenging for me at the beginning, but I've become more used to it. I would say that when the pandemic started, I definitely had a lot more time because we were like online and I could do things on my own schedule. And during that time, I was able to like balance more projects. Um, whereas now it's kind of less because we're like back to in-person school and everything. Um, but I would say, first of all, doing things that I honestly really enjoy. Like I feel like extracurriculars were a part of my day that I like really enjoyed from the beginning that I started and so I feel like it's just kind of a break from schoolwork and other things that I do because it makes my life like a lot more exciting and I'm doing like things that I'm genuinely passionate about beyond like what is required of me um but I would say in terms of like having a schedule to do things I typically like to create a plan for the week ahead like typically on a Sunday or like during the weekend um just to see what I'm doing and in addition to like the stuff that I put into my agenda I always put like a lot of free time because I know that sometimes tasks take longer than expected or whatever so if it kind of like if I don't have enough time I'm like not I'm stuck in a schedule and I'm like oh my god I don't know what to do because I do know that that there is that free time and I also like to use a lot of like uh free time in my day that can kind of be seen as insignificant more so for self-care like for example if I'm taking the bus to school I like to listen to a podcast or music or something during that time and I feel like that is a great way to start my day or a great way to like kind of put an end to the school day when I'm coming home so I think that scheduling things when there's like a little bit of time and making use of like most of my time as well as creating a plan for what I'm doing and also being okay with the fact that things are not always going to go as planned and that's going to be okay mm -hmm. right right definitely I definitely agree with that thanks so much for sharing and yeah I, I think that it's definitely important to be able to from the different activities that you're doing um, but also choose to do the ones you love so I love that you kind of brought that up and actually kind of considering all these different projects you've involved yourself in and the different experiences that you've had within them what are some of the biggest lessons that you feel like you've learned or greatest skills that you've developed through all these different experiences combined? 
I have definitely learned a lot of things during this past year because of my extracurriculars, which is why I enjoy them so much. Um, I think that the biggest thing, I've developed a lot of trust and confidence in my own abilities to like figure things out. I like when I started a lot of these projects, such as like the book drive that I did or Empower Econ or like writing my book, um, it was like a completely new experience for me and I kind of had no idea what I was doing, but because I was really driven to do it anyway, I, you know, reached out to people who had already accomplished what I hoped to and I learned to like learn from them. I read articles on the topic, I attended workshops, and because I was willing to learn, I was eventually able to succeed. And so now I have this mentality that like whatever I want to do, even though I may encounter a lot of rejections or failures along the way, I can eventually reach it if I'm dedicated enough to like develop this skills to reach it. So I think that is definitely a really big thing. Um, another thing is I've developed a new perspective towards rejections and failures. I think that I, and this is kind of like an economics concept that I once read from like an economics book, um, which is that they're like in markets and economic markets, there's like a buyer and seller. And in order to have like a good match, there needs to be like, it's determined by the price, but in real life that can be applied in terms of like, in order to have a good match between like a person who's like giving you a position versus yourself, there just simply needs to be a good match. It doesn't, it's not about your own abilities. It's about how it fits into the other role. And so now when I encounter like rejections from a program that I applied to, or like a sponsorship for something that I'm doing, I realize that it's not about my level of Abilities. It's just about the fit. And I think that's something I developed, especially when I did my book drive, because I was getting like rejections every day from like nonprofits or organizations that weren't able to sponsor the book drive. Um, and it wasn't about like anything that I was doing wrong per se. It was about what that organization typically sponsored. So learning about like learning to deal with rejection, I feel like is another really big thing that I've learned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's amazing. And I think that's actually really helpful to hear, especially for youth. So um, again, I'm really glad that you brought those points up. And I guess just for today, I think it was the plans and goals that you have for the future, whether that's goals for Empower Econ or maybe the work you plan on continuing in college and beyond or even career-wise. Definitely. So I, for now, as of right now, and I don't create very elaborate plans for the future because I feel like they're quite subject to change as I experience new things. But as of right now, with Empower Econ, what I'm hoping to do in 2022 and going into the future is establishing some sort of chapter program or something that can reach high school students or even college students from different countries who are interested in learning about finance and economics. Because ever since I've been writing Empower Econ, a lot of people have been saying um, that they're interested in starting a chapter of Empower Econ at their high schools or in their community. And so this is something that I'm planning on doing in the future. During college, I want to study a com combination of economics and political science, hopefully, um, and get a career in those fields. I don't know whether I want to be more involved in like economics and business or like more in terms of politics, but um, that's just kind of the plan that I have academically as of right now. And I also want to become more involved in like writing. I'm quite interested in that with like the books that I've written and everything. And I want to continue that in the future with maybe potentially writing more books or starting my own blog or something, something the sorts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, sounds very, very exciting. And I'm definitely excited to see what you do in the future, because you're already doing really, really incredible things. And yeah, do you have just any last pieces of advice, maybe for young women out there making maybe also looking to learn more about economics and get involved in this field in the future? 
Yeah, for sure. I think that for the people who are interested in getting involved in economics, I would say to try as many things as you want out in this area. So whether it be working for an organization, starting your own project, getting an internship in the field or doing research, I think it's important to gain experience because that will not only help you verify whether you actually like the field, but it will also help you develop your skills in the field because I think that it's quite important to develop those skills from early on. And so I think with me personally, I was able to do a lot of things in high school that have made me more prepared for the fields that I want to go into. So I, I would say um, just try to get as involved as you can. And when you're initially starting something out, don't be so fixated on trying to make it perfect, rather just focus on getting started, getting your foot through the door, doing whatever you can to just get that initial start. And then as long as you're willing to learn and go above and beyond, you will be able to succeed. So don't focus so much on the outcome when you're starting out, but rather on actually getting started and going through the process. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. Really, really great advice. And before we completely end, do you have any social media websites or other platforms you'd like to shout out? Yeah, for sure. So if you want to find me on my personal Instagram, it's Armida Hosseini. Armida has two eyes in the middle on my Instagram handle. You can also find my organization, Empower Econ, and you can find my books on Amazon. The first one is Roadmap to Financial Literacy, and the second one is Economics from a Youth's Perspective. And you can also find me on LinkedIn, Armida Hosseini. And if you want to contact me via email, it's armitaaj at gmail.com. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much. Everyone definitely check those out. And thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Um, I really love getting to know you and all the amazing work that you're doing. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for inviting me. And I really enjoyed speaking with you as well. Mm -hmm.